Hey everyone, on December 30th, pay a visit to our friends at the Park Theatre to see Brooke Paulson in concert in partnership with Cancer Crossing, a volunteer-run non-profit that works to provide financial relief to Manitoba cancer patients. Keith McPherson will be opening up the night with an acoustic set. Doors are at 7, show at 8, and tickets are $15 in advance. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Uh, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm here with uh, three three quarters, three fifths, three quarters, three quarters yeah. of uh, Dizzy Mystics. Yeah. So thank you very much for having me, guys. And uh, I think the best way to start things off is to just go around the table here. Everyone identify themselves and their instrument, and then we can sort of put a name to the voice. So let's just start right here. Uh, Jeff on drums. I'm Aaron. I play bass. Kyle, I play guitar and sing. And who are we missing? Uh, the other guitarist, Alex. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think that um, the first place I heard of you guys was in another episode of the show, actually. I was interviewing um, Fawn Chopper, and, oh, they, uh, and one of their members was saying a lot of good things about you guys. So that kind of led me to look it up. And, oh, Holly. And then see, it was, it was, yeah, exactly, yes, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. She, was, you, she, was, she was very outspoken about how much she liked you guys. So I thought, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a good endorsement, so uh, oh, yeah. I checked it out. And um, I hate to, to start off an interview with this, but... Where do you place yourself genre-wise? I know it's like the worst question to ask anybody, but just to give people who maybe haven't heard you before some kind of grounding, you know, as to where you fit. And I, I apologize again because I know it sucks as a question, but what do we got here? Do you got the recipe? Oh, yeah, the recipe. This is a very cool. Do you want to read this recipe out? So, or yeah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you wrote the recipe. Okay. Well, I guess two cups psychedelic, two cups progressive, one cup hearty '70s metal. Three tablespoons jazz, three tablespoons funk, two tablespoons folk, one tablespoon soul, a pinch of Celtic pepper is optional, but me- measurements are subject to change per batch of soup made per right. song. <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's, that's very in-depth, but if someone, <laughs> if someone just comes up to you and, you, you know, someone you know, is, here's you're in a band, how do you succinctly explain that to them? Like, what do you just call it? Uh, I guess, I don't know, I, I'm guessing listeners tend to call it progressive rock but right. I wouldn't think it's progressive in the sense of it being overindulgent and it's not like over 10 minute epics right yeah but uh because progressive <laughs> like prog in general has kind of a negative that I know to it. people think that it's like you know a 15 minute song about dragons or whatever right no 100% <laughs> no yeah I mean like I, I do like that stuff and I resonated a lot with that stuff before okay. but I found a lot of inspiration in just like the sexiness of rock and roll and soul and and folk and bringing that into the, I guess, hard rock realm. Right. Which kind of mixes up genres and makes it progressive by nature. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Is that what how the rest of you see the word progressive too? Is that kind I, of the definition? I, I like to define the word progressive as like a more just straight textbook, like inventing something new kind of, even if it has been done before or not, you know, I, that's how I see progressive is just like kind of pushing the boundaries of, of genre as okay. a whole. Not any specific one. Yeah, progressive. I mean, it's a it's a, a term that can be uh, used for a lot of stuff. Um, it's just kind of tricky, you know. Well, uh, that's the problem with genres in general, though, right? Uh, yeah, it just um, and and I mean, definitely, Dizzy Mystics does have uh, you know prog aspects to it, but it's but it's 
like I always say, uh, you know, not, uh, I don't, I don't like stuff really anymore too much. It's just prog for prog sense, okay. you know, or just, you know, the, the kind of writing that, uh, it's just, okay, how can, how can we make this as, as tricky as possible? Yeah, right, right. How many yeah. layers of complication can we put yeah, in? Yeah, 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 yeah. How much can I just uh, fuck with my listeners? Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that yeah. was yeah. definitely in probably all of our roots or still is in some oh, sense. Okay. And okay. I, I yeah, used sure. to write like that all the time. And uh, it's still in there. And it's kind of, it's hard to shake. But, I mean, there's a lot of good qualities to that kind of technicality too. But to make it, uh, I guess, invoke emotion more than it is to, like, make you think and confused. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there? I mean, when you when you're doing something that I mean, I, I know I know Prague isn't the only thing we just heard the recipe. There's a lot, <laughs> yeah, a lot more yeah. stuff going on. But when you're doing something that's that's technical, I mean, it's technical genre of music. I mean, from what I've heard too, there's a lot going on in your songs. Like, is there a way you try to make that kind of palatable to someone who maybe isn't schooled in the stuff you're talking about? Like, they didn't grow up listening to heavy amounts of, of proggy stuff or or you know overly technical stuff. Is there, or do you just forget them and just <laughs> go with it? Like. Well, um, I just like writing music that I want to hear. Like, okay. I mean, everyone says that, but right. it's just that's the nature of making music, too. But, I mean, yeah, everyone has influences, and I, I'm not going to hide them, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I've always loved checking out the roots of other bands and their influences that I enjoy. And okay. It gets you really digging deep into the stuff that was gold and still is gold. Okay. So... Is the, the folk element, where, where does that come in? Because I know a lot of bands who are, again, to use the prog thing, they either go one way or the other. You can go, you can go very heavy and you go, go kind of in the metal realm. And then you guys are definitely bringing more folk stuff. you got some acoustic instruments in there and things like that. Like Where, yeah. where yeah. does that come from? I'm pretty sure the folk comes from the mandolin. Okay. Yeah, that, that, would, that would do it. <laughs> so yeah. far. So yeah. far. Yeah. And just the love of... Uh, like uh, I've just found a lot of enjoyment in folk and and especially uh, vocal harmonies okay. in folk and and the folk instruments, acoustic instruments. Yeah. But I I also love the sound. Like going back to Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, for instance, and I love Fleet Foxes and and the modern folk like that. But Doobie Brothers is a good aspect of what inspires me a lot. Where it's like hard rock and energetic rock, but with like a solid strumming acoustic instrument okay. in there too. Yeah. Is there an artist or a group of artists that that all of you kind of agree on as a point that a point of reference like i mean are there, are there bands that everyone's sort of into in the group or is it very much individual taste as far as as far as for me like i heard about dizzy mystics when kyle gave me the stuff to to go over and start to learn okay and uh it would be yeah it, it's uh it's its own thing it, it doesn't sound really like like anything, like I can't say, oh, it's like this band. Right. And everybody always does the, oh, it's like this band and this band and this band. Well, there's the recommended if you like thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that kind of thing, but it's, uh, but it's not like that. It's just it's its own thing. Okay. And as you know, as the as people get acclimatized with the with the sound and the uh, the songs and all that kind of stuff, I think they'll uh, they'll figure that kind of thing out too. Yeah. We're also it's wondering nice. if like artists we agree on as just as listeners that we agree on is yeah. like stuff we enjoy oh we're always showing each other bands and yeah. if we don't like say if Kyle brings a, a band to me if like either I'll know it or I won't right and if I already know it chances are I probably like it you know and most of the time that's what's happened it's like oh I like yeah that band is great but then like another new band like you just showed me Ween that's not a new band but to <laughs> right. me yeah, 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 yeah. and by no means does it really sound like <laughs> no it doesn't, it doesn't sound like, like us at all it's but great it's just an, an example of how we're constantly like 
th- going through each other's encyclopedias of bands, you know, right. and, and drawing on that. I think before any of us met, like, so, like Tool, Frank Zappa, um, Led Zeppelin, obviously, oh, Zeppelin all those like yeah. we all love and Soundgarden. have loved. Yeah, Soundgarden, yeah, 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 Pink Floyd, uh, Rush, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. And I guess a lot of that stuff too is kind of in the standard album collection for for most. <laughs> It'll be a yeah. lot of people growing up. Well, well, I mean, some of those is right references anyway. I mean, whether they get too deep into Zappa or something, but but Zeppelin's always going to be there. Soundgarden yeah. for people yeah. of a certain generation, right? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. For so sure. How long has this actually been a unit? The current, or I guess, how long has the band existed, and then how long has the current lineup existed? Well, the songs have uh, have existed probably three times the length of this okay. lineup, but uh, it's taken a long time to find uh, the right guys. And uh, but as a unit, all of us together. I don't know. I'm so bad with. I just got a Facebook notification, and we've been friends on Facebook for a year today. There you go. It's probably. <laughs> so yeah, Aaron was the last to join the fold. Okay. So I guess it's a year. Yeah. A year. <laughs> pretty, wow. pretty easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Cool. That's. Uh, where would you? Um, is there somewhere you guys fit in in the local music scene? And the reason I ask this is because there's so many bands in Winnipeg now. It seems like every day I hear about five or six new ones, and it does seem like there's certain pockets of the scene that are. Forming where, where whether bands sound the same or not, they kind of you see them playing together a lot, right? There's just you know, two or three bands that will always be playing shows together. Is there somewhere you guys fit in like that? Like, do you have a community of other artists in the city that you kind of feel some kind of kinship with, whether it's they sound like you or not? Well, uh, when it comes to playing frequently with certain artists, we're kind of too new to really know. Right, yeah, right. Played frequently, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. We've had a few yeah. really, really well received shows, and okay. uh, but. I mean, there's local bands I adore, like, I mean, Moontown are amazing, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Attilan, and and Slow Spirit is one I've just discovered that blew me away, uh, uh, Dead Ranch, I have yeah. a lot of love for them. For sure, yeah, yeah. What's that local Celtic band? I can't remember. Oh, uh, the, the Dust Rhinos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. those guys have been forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're always a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yet to be established, like, where we naturally... I mean, we've played a couple shows with the Love Tongues, and they're new to the scene, too. Okay. Totally felt yeah. a good kinship with them right, yeah. right off the hop. Yeah, Instant super, bonding with them. Super, super fun band. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we both have different styles. They're the more, like, sexy, sleazy rock and roll thing, and, right. and they own it. And, and yeah, I like a the good name variety show. Yeah. Yeah. When playing and as a spectator, I really do enjoy a variety show. Like, oh, Electro Quarter Staff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there yeah. Too. Cool. For but sure. one of the best shows I saw was uh, Sapphire Empire, Moon Ten, Electric Quarter Staff, and I'm sorry if I'm forgetting uh, the other band that was on the bill if there was one. But uh, oh, Soulhounds, I think yeah, they yeah. were there yeah. too, and they're they're great too. Yeah, they're good band. Yes, had them on a few times. Yeah, it's a good lineup. Yeah, and it was sure, yeah. very like <clears throat> very good lineup, right? Yeah. So. Where was that? That was Park Theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been right before my time, or right when I first. Or wait, no, I, I saw Soul Hounds for the first time with you. Yeah, that was Soul Hounds, Moon joined. Tan, and who was the... Is that Electric Order staff? No. No, no. Who was the third band that night? That was at the Park Theater. Was that Soul Hounds with their current lineup or with their yeah. earlier lineup? Because yeah, they changed their sound completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I guess the first one I saw with Elise, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's also um, Mahogany Frog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're sure, amazing, yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy good.
there's more bands I mean again I don't want to harp on the prog thing too much but it's an easy way to define you a little bit I mean do you think there's more bands kind of bringing that kind of sound into what they do lately have you it noticed seems that? Like, it. like it seems like there's suddenly a bunch of them I mean, you mentioned Winnip- Attilan right Winnipeg's they all sudden... totally like a prog hub I think like even in all the metal bands like like even even ones that like if you're not super into it might not uh, see how it's prog, but like they really are. Right. Like like Cell is a good example of that. Okay. They're pretty proggy black metal, you know. Um, even though you might not like tell quite at first, but like mm, they're they're, they're <laughs> great. I love it. <laughs> is it is the metal? I mean, do you think there's like definitely a connection between what you're doing in the metal scene, even though you're maybe not as heavy as some of those bands? It's, I feel know. like um, like I with writing this stuff, I didn't feel. I didn't force myself to write it a certain way, but naturally I, I think it could fit in, like there's a lot of metal tendencies and qualities, even if it's not metal, 
And like I guess with the musicality of it, it would yeah. appease a lot of metal fans, and it's heavy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, covers most of the bases. With a lot of yeah. yeah variety shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does the technicality come from? Like, are you all very well trained musicians or self taught, or where does that? Uh... A little of both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say best of both worlds there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty au natural. Yeah, same. I, I I wish I had more training than I do. Yeah. But I've had a little bit. And does that, does that mesh well? Because I find that often there'll be bands where if you have everyone who is completely super high-level, virtuosic kind of trained, it often doesn't work because everyone's too good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what they do? Or, the other, or the other, the alternative where everyone's just self-taught. Like, or this chord is not supposed to follow this chord. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, so it just, makes me feel good, so fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so does that work, though, having the mix? Like, I mean, I mean, you know, you said you've got some training and then... We're all very, uh, even with your training, like... Yeah, that's like the understatement. Like, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> well, with uh, what you know, like you know more than any of us with theory, but it doesn't take away from the the heart involved in yeah, and what's heard, and what's be there. being written and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah, and even the differences in that is is at this point, and even because like there's the recording, like like the songs have existed like as an album already, and then when we all came to play them it, it changed a little bit right. from our own individuality and music musicianship okay and that's something that was really interesting to explore even even before it gets to how i'm interacting with everybody else in the band it was totally a whole big new expansion for me to learn uh these parts you know and then to take the way that i was able to interpret them um just like for an example they're kind of they're recorded with a pick but i don't play with a pick right? right so i had to adapt all of it Okay. And I loved that process. It was so much fun. And then bringing that to see together with how Jeff adapted the drum parts and Alex adapted the other guitar parts. Right, right. It's, it, it all just became its own entity, you know? So how were they originally written and recorded then? Like, was that the smaller version of the band? Was this, how, Where did it come from? Where did the songs come from originally? It was um, my the last band I was in. Uh, it fell apart on me and... Just I obviously like great players and I love them to death and still like my best friends just didn't happen and uh, but I had a whole bunch of songs written for a band and I figured like screw it I'll just eventually slowly kind of like make an album out of it right and I didn't want to I tried meeting up with guys and it took a long time and there was a lot of uh, failed chemistries and failed attempts but I just kind of I went to a recording course at Mid Ocean that's okay. where I met the other guitarist Alex. And, uh, yeah, I just did some home recording. I tracked all the bass, guitars, mandolin, acoustics, vocals. And then I hired a, a friend, Aaron Edgar, drummer. Okay. Uh, drummer, insane monster, drummer virtuoso. Right, right, right. That's all he does. And, uh, yeah, and he did the uh, drums for me at his place. And then I got it uh, mixed and mastered at Private Ear Studios, okay. John Paul Peters. And he sent it away to get mastered in Seattle with... Uh, uh, resonant mastering, mastering. Okay, so, cool, cool. Yeah, it's been on the shelf and it's ready to go. So, it was a long haul to find these guys, but I'm so grateful for them. And yeah, yeah. So is that? So have you re-recorded any of this stuff with, with these, these other guys, or is it now? Is that it's pre-recorded? Like so the already, album is made. Okay, and okay. and everyone came in to learn the pre-made album. Right. Okay. But I mean, the next batch of songs are already in the process, and it's a democratic process already right. equal parts right. and it's amazing the chemistry is great how have the existing songs changed have they changed considerably since you've added the new people or yeah we've uh, altered parts uh, to adapt to how we play with each other live in the basement and and 
that's what I kind of enjoy with a lot of bands too is yeah. you know you go see the the live show and it's a little bit different well, it's an incentive to go see the show, right? Yeah. It's just not, yeah. it's going to be, mm-hmm. no, for, it's not like playing a recording and some guy singing over it. It's, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, um, I guess, with the newer stuff then, the, the one that the rest of you are involved in writing, how, how do you write something that's overly technical? Because, I mean, writing, you know, pop song, not, not, that, not that it's easy, but there's obviously a, a structure to it, a formula to it. I mean, if you have something, just listening, you know, your two guitars on top of each other and, and everything else is kind of happening all at once, what is the, the sort of setup for... For writing that, how, how does that come about? Hmm. I think pretty naturally. I don't. I don't, I don't think I don't we think, think about like it. Like, is there another jam? Or is you start writing no. it with the idea that it's going to be something technical? Yeah, I got right. this really right. tricky thing, guys. Check this tricky thing out. No, it's just. Well, there might be some people who write like that. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there is. And that's, and that's prog for prog sense. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like just happens to be from the personality and from the the things that we listen to and the things we've written in the past and all that kind of stuff that just naturally writing stuff is going to be. A little bit more than just a, you know, a four on the floor, yeah, yeah. four on the floor, straight ahead kind of kind of thing. It's just okay. going to have a little bit of, of of technicality in it, I guess, or just be a a little bit different. Does someone like bring an idea to the rest of you, or or is it like how, is it formed out of just just playing and seeing what, what comes out of it and then it develops, or is it more kind of this part is specifically written by someone and then? Well, uh, the writing of brand new stuff, um, it's pretty. So yeah, it's pretty fresh to the process. <laughs> like we've pretty much just been rehashing, rehearsing, and perfecting the existing songs on the album that were already made. Right. And <laughs> oh, that wasn't a gunshot. That no, was yeah. That, no, that was me just telling everyone not to make noise on the table. And the West End here. A ton of noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that. It's the police helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actually happened once. I was recording a show and we were on a rooftop. We was outside. It was summer in the exchange and the police helicopter came by and just completely obliterated like 10 oh, minutes wow. of the conversation because we recorded it and we hoped it would work but you hear you kind of hear us yelling and this police out. And sometimes they come by here and oh, yeah. I swear they're like five feet above my house just, oh, yeah. just oh, cruising yeah. over. I used to live a couple blocks away from here and yeah, same thing. For sure. Yeah, they yeah. come by my house too. Yeah, it's crazy. If when you feel me and you ride my frequency no that the sea beneath the steep for all
pretty good writing session just uh, over the weekend, and that was kind of one of us just brought like not even a fully formulated idea, but just like a, a vague chord progression. Okay. And then between the three of us, we spent like five hours coming up with all new ways of flipping it and putting it backwards and inside out in different tonalities and came up with this whole really cool thing that wasn't any cool. one person's creation. Yeah, the weekend was a, uh, the first writing session of many uh, that will be happening, but the first song came about from like equal parts. Uh, other guitarist, Alex, who isn't here at the moment, yeah. his ideas and mine and just reacting to each other's. And then the other song was pretty much all Aaron's ideas that cool. he had all, had on the shelf for a long time, and we were all reacting to Aaron. So it's, so it's so new that we've yet to have Jeff on the drums involved in the process, but it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it was out of town this weekend. So. Okay, okay. So it's mostly at this point, as you said, been learning the old songs, right? And then kind of, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. When is the CD actually coming out, the album? When is it actually? Uh, with we're our season planning for uh, probably around summer 2018. Okay, so still a bit of time before it. Uh, yeah. yeah, early summer 2018. Okay, maybe late mm-hmm. spring. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. At that we'll point, it goes. at that point, will those songs be completely old and uh, you'll want to move on to something else? Because I find that uh, happens I, a lot with all the bands, right? So. I don't. I don't think so. There's okay. so much cool shit in these songs that I don't imagine I'm going to ever get tired. Well, that's of good. Playing. That's good. Like, that's good. Yeah. And uh, it's you can ever perfect on anything, right? Right. Right. Just to strive to be just insanely telepathically good at these songs live like and to get better and better at yeah. them is yeah to hear that back and to hear the the results of that is exciting so because I have talked to a lot of bands who they have the opposite reaction where once the, the album finally comes out they're already so sick of the songs that they've they've, read, they've yeah. written 20 new songs and completely changed the style up and at that it's point they're sick of it right yeah it all depends on your approach too like if you're if you're a band that say like a like um like a synth pop right. band, for example, right? A lot of the stuff is going to be 120% replicated live uh, from the album. Yeah, no, for no reason. So many yeah. sequences, so many samples. Sure. You know, all that kind of stuff. With that, it is just like, I can see those people getting tired of it because there's nowhere to stretch. There's nowhere to right. grow. Uh, there's nowhere to, to go do new stuff because you're playing... You know, sequence A8 and then sequence B6. Right, and like, yeah, the set list already figured out what sequence is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the, it, a lot of the performance aspect of it is uh, is kind of taken taken out of the, the mix. But I mean, I could see us, you know, years down the road playing these same songs. Oh, yeah. And then somebody just changes something on right. stage. Right. And everybody's just like, oh, oh, cool. And then we talk Brand about it after the again. show. <laughs> yeah. Re- redo something in there. And the next time we play, it's, it's brand new. Is that where the, the jazz influence comes in? I mean, because that's definitely something that is more... Well, that's the thing. Um, well, to be influenced by jazz and to know jazz, like, I love the sound of it, and I love jazz chords and jazz yeah. rock stuff, but, like, I'm sure a lot of purists of jazz would stick their nose in the air of... <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these these amateurs that don't know how to read music. But just in the context it is, of... Uh, but it's all niggling, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's some crazy jazz groove going on. Like, right. I, grew, I grew up playing a lot of jazz and stuff. And this has gotten me right back into a lot of like like swing swing mm-hmm. hands kind of stuff. Um, totally brought it right out of me. It's cool. It's awesome. And and yeah. And then little sections where it it sounds improvisational, but it's not necessarily one hundred percent improvisational. And like that's really jazz right there. Like, that's one of the best. That's my favorite things about jazz. Where you hear something that sounds completely chaotic and insane, and then suddenly like everyone's right back on the same note. And it's like obviously mm-hmm. it was planned to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, Mike Keneally. Right, like, right. Yeah, him right. and his band, like their their stuff 
sounds crazy, like they're just all flying off the cuff. Yeah. But then you realize, like, it ties it together. The, the 17th, you know, time listener through that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, all linked yeah. in. And the, yeah. the run the bass player did, you know, related to the part the second guitar player was doing. And you like, met done five yeah. minutes ago and it connects somehow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 And for the improv- improvisational thing, that's something that grows with a, a band as, as they've been together longer. Right? Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 Is that, I mean, do you. Uh, I don't want again new you know you're still working on all of these things but is that something that's happened a few times like if you mean if you oh, yeah. shows and things if you had that kind of developed? well not well yeah one one show yes, no. uh, like we played in Brandon yeah and I was thrown on a totally different uh, drum kit than I was used to oh, okay yeah didn't have some of the core pieces that I normally do and so had to play stuff totally differently yeah and yeah just made some some grooves different. Yeah, some things. Uh, yeah, I guess in the sense of that way, yeah, improv makes sense. Not not in a jam band sense. Yeah, like yeah. we're yeah. not going to go yeah. on this groove without discussing it. Right? Is is there? A, is, do you leave room for that though? I mean, is there kind of a, an idea that like it, 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 in a section of a song, if someone does change it, do you just all sort of go with it, or is that a big like everyone looks at him wondering what he's doing? Uh, not quite yet. I mean, like that stuff has happened in the in the basement, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah. Whatever works there, it's like, well, let's do this. I mean, I like to push yeah. that a little bit, but sometimes in the basement, I'll, I'll try and I'll, I'll give myself that look, you know, it's like, right. what the hell was oh, that? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and sometimes, whether it's conscious or not, you just got to walk the edge of that cliff yeah. and, right. uh, mm-hmm. and see what happens, right? right. Hopefully, the rest of the band doesn't kill you. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. it works great, though, and sometimes you get that look like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Right. Like, I'm yeah. going to join you on that. And like, that mm-hmm. That's a good feeling. Yeah, if the guitar player turns around. Yeah, all the way around. It's like okay, look at that one. The memory banks. You know, something, something's happened right there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool. I mean, that's. Uh, I think that again, it depends on the style of music you're playing. Like synth pop bands, that's, that's not going to happen no. uh, ever. And I mean, even like a punk band or something, it's pretty much set. Here's the mm-hmm. setup of the song. It's almost like a cookie cutter formula sort of thing that you have to follow. But it's yeah, it definitely changes. You can change your set list. Without changing the set list, right? But just yeah. because you can kind of twist and turn, yeah, and things like that. We've got some uh, kind of uh, well, I guess uh, like a couple of the in between songs. Uh, like one of them right now is is pretty open, spacey improv. Cool. Like going into Anti Dream, right? Um, or going into Scythe. No, beginning of Anti Dream when I'm doing that stuff. Okay. And then, yeah, yeah, live. Yeah, 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 live. Yeah, yeah. Like talking okay. about yeah, live. Cool. Just the way we intro our songs and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we want to kind of have a, yeah. a nicely constructed set list. Yeah, we've made uh, nice show. nice flows between tracks on okay. the stage, I think. Uh, so it's not just awkward tuning and silence. Right. Yeah. Someone yeah. Tuning has to happen, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, we make some interesting segues and, that don't exist on the album. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I think if we also if we wanted to we probably could find an appropriate section like I've thought about that for one of the songs like the last song on the, the album I don't want to talk about that song too much because people should just hear it but yeah. there's a couple like spacier parts that like in my mind if we ever wanted to we could turn that into like a 25 minute space jam cool you know oh, for sure get for Michael sure. Jordan down <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah yeah. like I don't know if we'll ever do that but I definitely see it as something that wouldn't be all that hard well, there's, to do yeah. if there's a place to do it that would definitely be mm-hmm. a place or yeah those, right there's yeah. places yeah yeah well I mean when the album was written and it comes to like a space spacey part that's elongated and kind of drones a bit and has yeah. layers that adds like it's got a constructed time amount on the album because it's being recorded. Right. But it's meant to be kind of cued by, you know, just feeling each other out live. So I guess that'll be the improvisation. It could expand quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. in those couple of yeah. places. Everything else so far 
um, has been, you know, the, the amount of bars or the amount of bars. We figured that out, and it's, right. it's always that kind of thing.
The uh, the mandolin yeah. is interesting. Where does that come from? Who plays? Is that your? Instrument? Yeah, it's my newest uh, instrument. Like I'm the newest to it out of everything I play. And, okay, but I I really enjoy it because it's a different tuning, and it kind of invokes new ideas. Okay, and I just love the sound of it with rock and roll and heavier music. So. Yeah. Had you had any background playing it at all, or you just pick no. it up? Just just guitar player picking up a mandolin, and fucking around. And yeah, 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 yeah. How much? I've never actually played a mandolin. I've never played guitar, but how how different is it? Like tuning wise, is it very much diff- very different? It's uh, tuned the same as a violin, mm. but it's double strings, so it's eight strings, but it's really four notes. Okay. Yeah. And is it easy to kind of put that into what you're doing with this band? Like, does it, oh, yeah. does it always fit? It seems yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've transposed. Uh, the mandolin part's too electric guitar if I was too lazy to bring the mandolin to okay. jam and stuff. So. Oh, so you can still so play it's, it's yeah. pretty different transposing, but uh, yeah, it works. Cool. Yeah. The mandolin strings are like a like a high, low, low, high kind of thing? The two outside ones are smaller and the two inside mm-hmm. ones are thicker? No, it's not like a... Is that a ukulele? That's a banjo. That, yeah, but, or, and, and, and a uke. They're too, all right? kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But a mandolin flows kind of like a standard guitar. You okay, know? just low to high. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you do, I mean, like, say you have the mandolin and a song and you also have guitar and stuff, is there anything you do recording-wise that you can't do live, in terms of layers or, or you know, multiple tracks with the same person playing? Um, I guess, uh, not necessarily, like, we get all the essentials covered. Um, on the album, there's maybe one or two parts where it's, like, bass and three guitars happening. Okay. Where there's, like, a, a harmony riff, like a rhythmic thing going on, and then a little solo over top. So I'll omit one of those two guitar parts. Okay, so it's not too much of a change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just an interesting thing that happens sometimes. You have like you know someone doing twelve tracks of guitar on it, and when you play live, it sounds like completely different because yeah, one guy again. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. and a lot of vocal layers in the album too that aren't gonna you know like we're covering it as much as we can because there's some crazy parts being played. Right. I didn't consider trying to sing on top of it at the same time, (laughs) but it's happening. Cool. Yeah, we're getting it done. Are you uh, are you the only person singing, or is everyone involved in that? Everyone's doing backups. Cool, yeah. cool. There's lots of vocals on the album. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a, a new thing for me, and a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. New entirely, yeah. like you've never you've never sang before. That's right. Anything? Yeah. How's that? How is it for you? Uh, it's not too bad. This guy's being uh, pretty gentle, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very patient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that open up new sounds for you too? Like having you know other people singing versus just I'm assuming it's just you on the recordings. Uh, yeah. So is yeah. that I mean does that change significantly how, how the songs sound just because you have different voices? Naturally, yeah. yeah. Everyone has a different tonality to their voice, and it's a lot less uh, less lonely. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But does it open I'm harmonizing up, with myself. Does it open up kind of new sounds you can do directions you can go in because of that though? Because you have you know Yeah, for sure. There's there's been some uh I don't think we've debuted it yet, but uh, we've altered some songs to like have some vocal harmonies at the end that don't exist on the album. Oh cool. Okay. That's right, yeah. Yeah. That we'll uh, be playing probably the next batch of shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then every show therefore after. Yes. Right, right, yes. right, right. Depending on our set times. But we'll be able to play every song on the album very, very, very soon. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. How many are on the album? How many songs? Uh, ten. Ten songs? Yeah. And is it, I, I, have you figured out how it's going to be released yet? Like, is it coming out physically or oh, yeah. Or? Uh, we have uh, the single up on CD Baby. Okay. And it's on YouTube and I have a band camp and... We have the, uh, well, it might be out by the time this Yeah, it could very well be out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, the, the website 
could be out by then, but at, right at this moment, it's under construction. Okay. It's all very, you know, very new. Right, yeah. We're not so. behind on any, anything necessarily, but we're just kind of moving with the mm-hmm. the ball as it rolls. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason I ask that is just because, uh, like, I've done probably about 260 episodes by now of this show, and depending on who I'm interviewing, and depending on the type of music they play, the age they are, whatever, people have very different ideas now, like in 2017, about how to release music. Like, you have some people who will only do digital and not even consider releasing physical copies or anything. Some people will do, you know, tape only or and then digital or, or mm-hmm. vinyl or CD. Like, what? where do you guys come from as far as that is concerned? Just, just as listeners, like, do you still listen to physical music and or yeah. do you prefer it or do you like digital? Yep. Or what, what's For that? sure. Yeah. A lot of digital now just because it's easier yeah. off the phone. Right. And so I was on a budget. I wanted just for a better convenience CD kind player of? or better uh, deck for my truck. So I, okay. I got one without an actual CD player, which I hate now. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of CDs I want to listen yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. Um, I really love vinyl, as you can yeah, see for down sure, there. Yeah. And yeah. I have the record player up there. Um, yeah, I'd really, I'd, I'd be a big proponent for uh, Dizzy Mystics to be on vinyl for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to have the like single vinyls. Yeah, and a lot of people too. I think are because of the kind of retro. Uh, aspect of it are yeah. going to start getting into collecting actual CDs. Yeah. And not, not even worrying about playing them, but just collecting them, right? And well, I think that's what people do with records. A lot of people do, too. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I know a ton of people who have, they have vinyl and they don't have a record player. And it's because they just get the download codes but they want it as a collector's item, which is yeah. it's interesting. It's, it's weird to me, but it's interesting. Like, I still listen to only physical music for the most part. I don't really have a digital collection of anything because most of my listening is done at home on my stereo. And mm-hmm. if I'm on my phone, it's podcasts. So I never needed it, but it's, it's, it's weird how, you know, in the same general sphere of people, you have so many drastically different styles of listening to music. It's, it's cool, yeah. but it's interesting. And they've weaned out um, CD players in most car I know, it, it sucks, yeah. And yeah. I do a lot of listening in my car. I do so tons of CDs in my car, yeah. In that aspect, I prefer having an iPod and having the digital thing, but uh, I do collect vinyl and CD as yeah. well. and. Yeah, I think it would make a lot of sense to be across the board in all mediums. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Ready. And other places in the world are, are totally different than us. Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I could see Disney Mystics being, and I'd like to see it, you know, international and all around the world. Yeah. Um, sticks, for me, like USB sticks, is the is the thing that I go off of mostly. Mm-hmm. But I'll get a physical copy and then put it on my computer and then put it on the stick. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Physical copies have a bit of, like, they have this sense of like security too, like like one day I, my computer can crash and I can lose all of my digital stuff. Yeah. You know, but the CD, it, there's still stuff that can happen to it. But as long as I can keep track of it, you know, yeah, and nothing beats going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, nothing beats getting lost in like the gatefold or absolutely yeah. the linear notes and artwork of an album physically. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people who are only digital are missing out on that. Like, I mean. Mm-hmm. I know obviously the internet means you can find whatever you want, you can look up whatever you want, but I feel like for me a lot of the a lot of the way I found out about bands was just looking at liner notes and seeing oh this band I love they thank these guys in every album. Who are they? I'm gonna look them up. Mm-hmm. Or here's a song I look at the writing credits written by a guy I never heard of. Who's he? What's his band called? You know, and then you find that yeah, find that way. But I don't know, That's I think cool. it's I think it's just different. <laughs> it's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia helps me out on a lot of Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like research every band that I get into and read all the yeah. the stories of the albums and how they're made and then the associated acts and Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's like one of the best parts of Wikipedia, the little associated acts bubble because you can just click on exactly yeah, yeah. different things. But it is funny because like I mean everyone here has you know said physical media is that you enjoy listening to records, things like that. But then the internet has the potential to make it international, like you just said, right? I mean mm-hmm. so you, you oh. kinda have to take a bit of both mm-hmm. in order to yeah. 
get the word online stores. I mean, right. you could still be doing it digitally, but selling like physical copies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So you're getting both, and you're combining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And online brings you directly to the source. Like you're going straight to the band. You're paying the band essentially. Right. There's no middleman. Not as much yeah. middleman. Yeah. There's like some fees or whatever, but yeah, it's not yeah. Really middleman. Yeah. And physical stuff like you know sell it with the merch at shows and stuff too. Is yeah. A really good mm-hmm. way to to interact with with people who who like the same music as you and want to get your stuff. And yeah. That's a, that's a good interaction to have. Well. I think especially with local bands too, a lot of people like to just go and support, right? So whether they even have a tape deck, record player, CD player, whatever, they're going to go buy something because they like the band. It's mm-hmm. really, yeah, way, way to get on it. Yeah. we got to get some merch going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buttons. Buttons are good. Buttons. They're cheap. Buttons are cheap to make. Right? Buttons so and patches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you don't like patches anymore? I haven't seen patches in a while. Yeah. No, it's, it's, patches. Patches. Yeah. it's been a long yeah. time. Actually, no, I have a patch from a band I got bought like what? Couple weeks ago, so never mind. Nice. I was gifted a couple patches of uh, Tool and Deftones and Mars Volta and bands oh, nice. I like, but I don't wear anything with patches. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I'm not opposed to it. Maybe I'll get a little fanny pack or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just get a little poster board in your room. Sell them to my skin. <laughs> I have three local patches. I got a cell patch, an inverted Serenity patch, and uh, oh, what was the other one? I forgot it. I just had it. I don't remember, but I have another local band patch too. There's well, three of them. That's good. I'm glad local bands are still making patches. I haven't seen a local yeah. one for a while, but yeah. It's, it's or hard. Frost. Oh, yeah. They're one okay, of the yeah. old school black metal. They're not yeah. around anymore, but uh, I think I have a Horfrost patch. Yeah. And there's Reck and So, they make uh, beer koozies. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another and really good band. Yeah, they play mandolin too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very technical too, like the guitar stuff on them. Yeah, bands. awesome yeah. heavy southern rock yeah, stuff. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've just seen their, uh, they're uh, doing. Um, uh, the Regent Event Center there at the casino. Oh, oh really? With uh, Harlequin for New Year's. Right on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronnie's yeah. all excited about that. He loves yeah. Harlequin. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it seems like a weird combination, but I figure it probably work. <laughs> well, for sure. That'd be a, a good night. So I've, I've never been to that, that Regent Event. So well, that I one sucks. Because I, I'm not saying it sucks because I've been there. I haven't been there. But the one thing I like about the, um, the other casino uh, venue is that if you want to go to a show and not pay for it, you can just sit there, pretend to gamble, and listen to the show that's happening right there. <laughs> but the region one is in a separate building, so you can't, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the free free show going. I mean, it's depressing to sit there and pretend to gamble. Because <laughs> 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 you get to hear the show for free. A little less depressing than actually gambling. Yes, slightly less. Yeah. <laughs> Depending. Depending. <laughs> if I'm not lucky. Depending on who the band is, too, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, if people are hearing you for the first time on the show, what is the best thing for them to do to find out more information? I know you mentioned there's you know Bandcamp, things like that, but where, where should they go to find out? Uh, depending on when you hear this podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah. you should have a website up. Um, at the moment, there's a Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Dizzy Mystics. Okay. Uh, there's a Bandcamp page. Um, just search Dizzy Mystics and Bandcamp. Yeah, CD uh, Baby. CD Baby, cool. for CD sure. Baby, Dizzy Mystics. Okay. You can buy the, the download there. Probably be dizzymystics.com. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll link to a bunch of this stuff too when I, when I post the episodes. We can find it in the show notes oh, cool. and, and do it that way. So, yeah. uh, but Facebook is probably the best thing to yeah. find like for sure. shows and things like that. At the moment, yeah. It's a, I mean, right now it's a guaranteed thing, but uh, right. Right. as little content as there is, but there's going to be, yeah, a okay. lot more coming soon. Cool, so. cool. Mm-hmm. And then the album's coming like next year or sometime. People yeah. 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 There'll be some more material. Spring, early summer. Yeah. Yeah. Videos okay. and some live uh, footage. High high quality shot. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, couple more singles to stuff. come out too before then. Just yeah. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep in the address yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, single plan for Christmas. Uh, single plan for late April. Oh, right on. And yeah. And I assume those will be out on all the Bandcamp, YouTube, whatever else. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
yeah, and through and uh, through CD Baby. Right. I mean, it's going to be the main in everything. Right now, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Spotify yeah, all will all be that, out yeah. digitally yeah. there too. Yeah. Once it comes out, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. On all the mediums. Okay. Yeah. And for people who are li- actually listening to this at the time it comes out, do you have do you have anything uh, coming up in the next few months that you want to plug? Any shows or anything like that going on, or just sort of check the Facebook for more details? Uh, Mid December, we're going to be doing a run through Alberta. Okay. Uh, in February, uh, we're trying to put something together right now to go out to the coast, out to the west coast. Cool. cool. Um, and then uh, after that, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens. And uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that the first tour for this band, or have you guys done that? Uh... We we did a little. I don't know if you'd consider it a tour because we kind of came back each day, but we did we did. Um, or was it Brandon? Then yeah, we did so Selkirk, Selkirk, Brandon, Selkirk, Brandon, and Brandon, 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 three shows, yeah. three days, yeah. a little mini yeah. Manitoba. It counts. outside the city. I'm glad we uh, we experienced that even just within the first. Week. Five shows we've ever played. Yeah, we made sure not to just always play Winnipeg. So. <laughs> no, what did I say? <laughs> there are things going on that people can't yeah. see. They're <laughs> funny, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Uh, at this point, there'll be 260 some episodes there. They're all there for free download and streaming. You can just go through the archives and get whatever you want. Uh, you can also tune in on Sunday nights at midnight to UMFM, and those are older episodes that kind of get a second win. So it's uh, what November now. By the time this comes out, it could be the spring, and people might be hearing you for the first time that way. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you can also just find Witch Police on pretty much every social media thing. Type in Witch Police. Most of the time, you're going to get this. There's a couple of weird news articles from Africa about a witch doctor or something that comes up. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that one thing from whatever country it is, it's mostly this. So <laughs> pretty easy to find. And yeah, that's uh, that's about it. I mean, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. I hope Thank you, you. Uh, enjoy the show and check Thank out the music. Thank you. Yeah.
Mark returned to Sandra with no reply to say when she got 